description below fire ass garments made of 100% Egyptian cotton if it look good on me it's gonna look good on your in-between ass and uh for my tubers out there man YouTube been around since 2005 I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming but just like the rest of the tubers say I'm gonna say the same thing like a sub sub a share share a sub sub a comment comment Ooh. a like y'all know what to do out there most of y'all smart, you feel me? For my potters out there, though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT. Booyah, I'll pop right up. Hey, leave your boy a review in five stars, too. Help out the damn pod. Y'all slacking on that. Yes, I appreciate y'all, but I'm going to call you out on the bullshit if you slacking. God damn it. All right. Let's just hop right into it. And uh, the topic for today that we're going to talk about is we got to talk about, man, man, black people out here apologizing like a motherfucker. God damn. We out here apologizing for everything. Black apology. And some of it I see it and some of them like, God damn it, why are we apologizing? These white folks ain't apologizing for shit. They saying some of the wildest stuff. Matt Gaze. He's saying wild shit. Ron DeSantis. Hella wild stuff he's saying. God damn. Even Trump. This should be funny though. Jesus Christ. Wow. Do they apologize? Nope. Never. Ever. Ever. You know, apologizing out here, you know what I mean? Will Smith, and you know, he should have apologized, but he should have did it way earlier. And he got all that production behind him, doing all that shit. He's trying to get paid for the apology. That's how I feel. Lizzo apologized. Talk about her spaz lyric in a song, making fun of ableists. 
Beyonce even apologized. She had a ableist line in one of her songs in her lyrics. Damn. Apologizing like a motherfucker. There was one other person too that freaking apologized. It was a black person. And I was like, oh my God. We just apologizing for everything. You white folks, ain't, they standing on that ground. They say something, we stand behind it. And they still get support at the end of the day. Damn, man. Some of this, I, I see the apologies, but some is like, y'all just want us to be freaking docile. God damn. Jeez. Oh. Jeez. Oh my God. You know who should apologize? Freaking Jordan Peele. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about the movie. Nope. He should apologize to me. That bull malarkey he made. God damn, people liked it too. I was like, what the hell are y'all watching? All right, I ain't gonna get into it yet. Damn. Who else has been apologizing, bro? There was, a, there was one more person that I was like, oh, God. Everybody just sorry. Oh, my God. Black apology. Ugh. Ugh. Man, stand on your ground, bro. I don't care at this point. I'm tired of black people saying sorry. Jeez. Tired of it. I feel like we get pressured into saying sorry. Oh. Man, damn. We had Kevin Hart. Remember he had to apologize for some tweets? Some tweety twats? What? Man. You know who stood on that ground and didn't apologize? Monique. Yeah. Hand claps for her. Stood on her ground. Man, tired of us freaking saying sorry, being weak. Damn. Some effed up stuff happened. Yes, apologize. But for the most part, some of these apologies that's happening right now, I just feel this bull malarkey. Tired of it. Always pressuring us to freaking apologize for what we say. What we do at times. But I don't see the same pressure when it comes to them racist white folks. Ain't no pressure. Pressureless. Them niggas ain't no diamonds. What? You know who else needs to apologize? Kanye West. Since we want to talk about apologies. She apologized to that nigga Kid Cudi. What the f***? Then you got assaulted on stage and you still dissing. Bullshit. Man. I'm telling you, bro. Y'all probably gonna name it in the comments below, bro. It was one more, it was one more big act that just happened recently and they apologized. I'm like, why the f are they apologizing? What the f are they sorry for? I don't see nothing wrong with it. This nigga Joe Biden needs to apologize. 
apologize to Brittany Griner. You took it way too goddamn long to get her back in America. That's why I want to hear it say sorry. Would I care? Geek. No. <laughs> Yo, sorry, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, man. I don't know, man. I'm just tired of black people getting pressured to always freaking say sorry and apologize. And he pressure us by taking away our dollars. Damn. All right. Get this sorry shit out of here. Y'all know a segment we about to get into. We about to get into the sad Seven. segment. Uh-huh. I mentioned earlier. This nigga should have said sorry to me. But a lot of people kind of like this movie. I didn't like it at all. Did you like the movie? Nope. Was it a good movie? Nope. Did you find it appealing? Nope. Bruh. What the hell was I watching? And hell, the people was liking it. The messaging in the movie. Yeah. Before I get into man. What was good about this movie was the acting. You feel me? Actors in here were doing their thing, man. They had Kiki Palmer. They had Daniel Kaluuya. They had Steven Yoon. They had this new dude I ain't never seen. Or he probably been in shit, but I just... I don't know. Brandon Pereira. Great acting, man. Hell yeah. Fuck with it. IMDb gave it a 7.5, but Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 81%. You know what that means? That means this movie was fresh to them. And the people gave it a 78%. Oh, man. Fuck all y'all. What the fuck was y'all watching? God damn! I, what the hell? I must have been watching something else. We was watching two different things. Because this shit seemed like paint was drying. Oh yeah, this was in theaters too. You feel me? This ain't on, on no Netflix or HBO. It was in theaters. I was like, this seemed like paint drying. It dragged on. Person I went to the movie theaters with, I even am like, they doing it? Because they seen it before. I was like, when is this over? <laughs> They're like, two, two hours. I'm like, this shit's still going on? Oh my God, it is dragging. Ugh! Ugh! Great actors. Storyline was okay. It was drag, and it was just like certain things. I was just like, I don't, I don't want a message with my scary movies anymore. My horror movies, I want them messageless. What that word? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what I want with my horror films. Messageless. No message at all. Damn, just scared the out of me. That's all I want at this point. Damn. So basically this movie was, uh, you know, two siblings, California. Essentially, uh, Daniel Kaluuya character. Um, why they don't have the freaking names of the damn characters on here? 
usually they have they have the names under them. Like Brandon Pereira characters, Angel Angel Torres. Why don't hold on? Let me see something. Wow, they really don't have the freaking names. All right, well, Daniel Kalu characters O.J. Howard and Kiki Palmer characters uh, Emerald Haywood, and essentially they brother and sister. O.J. Dad, uh, who was played by um, uh, Keith David, and um, legendary actor by the way. Uh, actually, that's the first role where he didn't really play somebody scummy. He got killed within the first five minutes of the movie. But he didn't play some somebody scummy, so I was impressed. But uh, essentially, his dad freaking died. Basically, stuff fell out the sky. You feel me? And he got hit by a damn dime. Dropped a dime on him. And I ain't talking about basketball. Literally, bow right in his face. And they were like horse ranchers and stuff like that. And boom, dead, deceased. And so then, I think some years went by, and this, you know, sister came along, which is played by Kiki Palmer, uh, Emerald, and she's more upbeat, you know, more life to her and stuff, and the scene that they went to next was basically, uh, they're like training horses to be on set, so they could get some dough, make some money, but OJ's mad shy, and he kind of just like, you know... He's trying to tell the people, like, be careful with the horses. Like, horse don't like that. But the people on set, they so fast-paced. You could tell he more relaxed and likes a slower lifestyle. While uh, Emerald, she is more fast-paced, more energetic. And she's more upbeat. And they they literally, uh, the horse, like, it's just common sense, people. You're not supposed to get behind a fucking horse. They're liable to kick you in the chest. And that's what these people doing. They kept going behind the horse and moving fast. And the horse went. And ran off. And so then, how they were, like, how OJ was making money was he was selling horses to, uh, to Steven Yoon character, which, what is this? Ricky. Yeah, that's his character, Ricky. And. He's selling uh horses to uh to him, but OJ was like, "Yo, I'm, I want to get my uh my horse back. You feel me? I'm gonna buy it back down the line." And essentially, what Ricky was doing was, bro was creating a show, a spectacle of the alien itself by feeding it the horses. Yeah, up. and what's even more up was Ricky was in a tragic situation. Whereas a little kid, he was on this show, it was a spectacle, and it was making a spectacle of a monkey, and the monkey went monkey. A flashlight happened, and he just started killing people. Ripped the woman's face off. Ah! Oh! She had no face. Ripped it off when she was a young girl. Beat on another man. Just whooping ass. And then Ricky was scared. Went under the freaking table. And then it popped the monkey right in front of him. And him going through all that. He still trying to make a, a spectacle and shit. 
of that incident, of the show, had member rebellion and stuff, and had it all, and had people paying to see that also. It's like, dang, bruh. Capitalism. It can be horrible. Horrific. But, essentially, that was happening, and down the line, OJ figured out, like, oh, he feeding the horses to the aliens. Because, essentially, what happened is, OJ and Emerald, they start seeing the damn alien. At first, they thought it was an alien saucer. Hell, I did, too. And the saucer, I'm like, when I first saw it, I'm like, are y'all taking this cowboy thing way too serious? I thought it was a cowboy hat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought the saucer was a cowboy hat. And I'm like, are y'all trying to really play this whole cowboy horse thing? And it was like, but it's just a flat thing. But at the end of the day, is that's the creature. That's the alien itself. And the alien eats people. Slowly. At first, you hearing this weird sound and stuff from the alien. You thinking like, oh, that's the sound it makes. Or the sound that the alien is making in the ship. And it's like, no, it's the alien itself. And the weird sound you hear is the horses being digested slowly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, horrible. Man. But then, it's like, it tries to like throw you off by having like the uh these other ranchers dress up as aliens and try to man, freak out OJ and stuff like that and essentially, you know, it didn't work. Uh what they did what the thing about the alien though, it shuts down every electrical current. So it shuts down things electric electrical and the way it detects you is if you look at it. You look at it, then it comes to you, and it eat your ass. A lie. It's like a snake. It's digestive system like a snake, where you know the snake eats you and it slowly digest digest you and shit like that. So, um, but essentially they they uh. OJ, they they see the cloud like it's not moving, and then they see the weird stuff going on and stuff like that, and they were like, "Oh snap!" So they try to get it on camera, and and basically, Emerald is like, "Yo, if we get the perfect shot, we get the camera, we gonna be rich, cause we gonna be the ones that have a high definition picture of an alien life form." And then also, this is when uh. Uh, Angel Torres uh, character comes in because he works at Fry's and like essentially he figures out like yo y'all trying to find some stuff y'all trying to look up some UFOs and stuff like that and so they get the camera and stuff and get it all set up and they tell and like alright bro we don't need you no more but Angel spy on him and now he's a part of the story and um, essentially first what happens is they try they they try to ca- capture it, but a grasshopper lands on the lens. Huh? Yeah. Somehow alien controls nature. Grasshopper on the lens, but it also knocks out electrical currents, so you can't freaking see it because it knocks out the current of the camera. 
while the other camera has a big-ass grasshopper. So they don't see it, but they see it move or whatever. It eats another horse. And so now they had this one guy on set, and he was a director, and, like, he... I don't know, this nigga born. <laughs> born as he, he played by Michael Wincott. He's Antler's Hoist. And essentially, they get him and they like, yo, bro, we need to catch this alien, bro. The perfect shot. And he's all about catching the, the most outrageous shots of things of nature eating each other and stuff like that. I guess that's another message. I don't freak know at this point. <laughs> but then... They got him, and he has a camera that's, like, one of them old-school cameras that take no electrical current at all. So it's like, you know, cool, you know, they try to take get the perfect shot, and they figure out you're not supposed to look this thing in the eye. How they figure it out, because OJ the alien kind of went over, and OJ went, Oh, no, I'm scared. I didn't look at it. I'm shy. Oh! And the thing, the alien went over him, ate a horse. So they figured that out. And then <sighs> Ricky character, he had all these people as a spectacle and he's trying to get paid from it through a show. And essentially what happens is the people are looking at it and the, the the what happens, the horse doesn't run out the cage like the other horses does. And so since it doesn't run out the cage, the alien comes closer to the people at the show or whatever, and they're looking at the thing, and what happens is the alien eats all them motherfuckers. And Ricky already been through something super traumatic, and he's still doing this horse shit. And so, it's like, you can't take your eyes away from something so spectacle and traumatic and stuff like that. And that was, I guess, another message of, nope. But then, it's like, one of the scenes, and I give him this. This was very horrific, and this was like, I, I thought this was tight. Um, another scene, it was basically that they were in the house, and this is after everybody from the show got eaten, and OJ got his horse back, and essentially, the alien went over their house, Trying to look for more food. And while I was doing that, it was digesting all the people. And you just hear all the people saying, It burns! Oh my god! It burns my skin! Ah! It says monkey pox! Ah! Yeah. And just shitted them out all over the house. And so then you go to, to the next scene, and it has the antlers hoist, and he's they they set up this whole elaborate freaking scheme where they have like you know the little things they go like this from the used car lots and they have the batteries under them so then they know where the alien is going because you know each time it goes over something because it can't look it in the eye so they use that in other cameras and then this dude the director dude. They get the shot that they want from the camera, but this dude is like, I gotta get the perfect shot to help stand that shot. And so he freaking takes the camera and looks at the alien in the eye and it eats him. And before that, 
they have another freaking camera person with the little reflection thing or I don't know what the hell was he Daft Punk? What? I don't know. So I remember from Daft Punk came around and they were TMZ. You know how TMZ gotta get the the best shot ever and what happened is he doesn't know that it shuts down electrical thing. So when he's driving his motorcycle, it shuts it down. He flips off his motorcycle, breaks his pelvis, I guess, and arm and all. And this motherfucker way more worried about his camera than his life. Another message, I guess? Who knows? <laughs> and then uh, at the end of the day, it's like, there's this well at the one uh, amusement place that Ricky was using to have the show. And it takes a picture of the sky. And so they had to change the plan. And OJ used the horse and the eye thing and get the monster away at first. So Emerald can ride the motorcycle to that spot. And like what's happening is the creature is transforming. And once it gets its final stage, it like its mouth looks like a camera. I don't know, the creature looked it weak to me. Man, that creature was garbage. Oh, what the hell? Was that paper mache? What the hell was that? Is that a freaking terrible design kite? Oh. And essentially, they got the alien, and what they did was, since it feeds on everything, somehow, except for houses, it had like this, uh, this toy mechanical thing, and they had explosions in it, and they set it up where it ate that, but before it ate that, you know, Emerald got the picture, the money shot of the alien. And then the alien ate the thing and blew up. But we don't know if the alien is dead or not. But we assume it is. And <sighs> yeah, that's it. End of movie. End of black horror film messaging. I'm tired of that shit. Can we just have a freaking black horror film where it has no messaging behind it? Why does all the black horror films have to have messaging behind it? Oh! Nigga! I just want a black horror film where black people in it and they just jump scaring us. And this is a scary creature at the end. Was I thrilled? Nope. Was I excited? Nope. But hey, forget what I think, man. A lot of people like the movie, so. Does my opinion matter? Nope. <laughs> well, uh. Giggity, giggity, giggity. That movie was. In theaters. Will I see this movie again? Nope. Oh, man. Oh, bam. Forgot to get my memes. Had to go get that real quick. My bad, y'all. But y'all know what time it is, right? It is meantime. meantime.
And I got some juicy memes for y'all. So we talked about apologizing, you know. Will Smith is one of the people apologizing. Uh, and we got a meme of the infamous slap heard around the world. And it reads, remember when Will Smith didn't have to curse the cell <laughs> Hell no. He didn't have to curse. He just had to slap the hell out of people. God damn, y'all forget he from Philly. <laughs> God. Wow. All right. Oh, man. Whew. Everybody hates Chris. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Alright, we went over the movie Nope. And it's just, you know, there's a meme. And it says, Nope. And it has the dude with the pistolia pointed at this big ass spider. What the hell is this? Jesus Christ. That spider, hella big. Like a damn tarantula. Jeez. Nope, I ain't dealing with that. You, you know, usually you get them big ass spider, you gotta get a broom. This bird got the pistol. He got the Glock. He like, it is over for your life. Booyah! Clapped his ass. Well, they didn't show it, but I assume that's what happened. All right. We got another meme. Uh, what is this Simpson character? It's like Fred or... I think it is Fred. <laughs> Fred from The Simpsons. I think that's what his name is. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? We got... Google. We're gonna make sure it's right. No, it's not. It's not Fred. What is what is her name? Oh, we gonna we gonna get to the bottom of this. Okay. Okay. Cause I ain't about to be wrong on this. Where the hell is it? Not Martin. Oh, they don't got it. Oh, no. Oh, Ralph. Ralph Wiggums. They got Ralph. Okay. They got Ralph Wiggums. And he just sitting at the uh, the bus and he's like, ah. you know, he freaking slow. Uh, And it reads, me now, when I see a cloud that hasn't moved in a while. Pal, note movie. Hey, they right. It is. Ch you have him chuckle. I'm in danger. That's how he talk. I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at them clouds differently, too. It don't move. I'm like, no, don't look directly into the cloud. It don't eat your ass. Eat you alive. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> appreciate y'all man i got the goddamn best audience out there so y'all know what y'all should be doing right well do it then if they watch it at least they learning let's get it man another episode of the gab i'm your lovely or hated host kamal aka the black sign fail aka 
but excuse me, magic. Mm-hmm. I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Loser. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garment made out of 100% African cotton. And if it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass. And I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. Uh, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the damn channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share, share a comment, comment a like, like a comment. Gorge. Most of y'all smart out there. Y'all know what to do. For my potters though, man, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is type in the gap or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, and I pop right up. Hey, man. On that note, we are out of here. Peace. I want a goddamn apology from Jordan Peele! Damn! Wasting my hard-earned five dollars. <laughs> this was a game. This was a game.